Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans and 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester, hopefully for 32 minutes today. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling great. Yesterday you got a call. I had to take care of the last few minutes by myself, uh, whispering, so I don't know if you know, it was someone in the office. I couldn't tell, but uh, hopefully you, you won't have any work to do today. Yeah, I haven't listened to yesterday's yet as we're recording uh, this episode. So I don't know what happened, but I came back from my call and I said, "All right, do you want to continue?" And you said, "No, no, that's okay. I finished with that." I just didn't know when so. the bomb was coming, so you're gonna that's have you're said. gonna have bomb the. Uh, we got a complaint from a, a listener named Rob, Rob in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that uh, he threw his headphones in disgust because he didn't know the bomb was coming, and it was so loud in his earbuds <laughs> that he was not amused by the bomb. So maybe we have to. Well, that lo- I mean, that's how bombs work. Yeah, we have to lower the bombs bomb. are not supposed to be subtle. But we shouldn't be giving our, the listeners to our podcast PTSD necessarily. <laughs> I don't know what the strategy is if we just get All everyone. Right, so tr- to tr- trigger warning: uh, yes. if you have. Um, you know, uh, bad experiences with uh, explosions in the past. Stop our podcast at the 3150 uh, mark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, today, uh, we've tried to learn a lesson from the previous uh, nine episodes. And rather than stretching out uh, two teams that we really don't care a lot about and don't have a lot to say about, we've decided to combine them. Yeah, we're going to rush through two teams. So uh, the first team up today is the 23rd ranked Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, always the most exciting team. Uh, I yeah. really was so out on Matt Patricia last year. Yeah. Usually, uh, when you're replacing so, like a coach that sort of lost his fastball, it, it's so easy to turn things around. Stafford was so much worse last year, and you could blame the offensive yeah. coordinator. That I I do think this might be a two and out situation. I think we're we're dangerously Patricia. You know, at any point this season, it starts going off the rails. He's in grave danger. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if that does happen. But are you blaming him from Stafford going from, you know, a, a borderline Pro Bowl type quarterback to a, a bad quarterback last year? I mean, the, the head coach has to take some of the blame. It, it could yeah. be fixable. Bob Cooter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if 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 uh, this year Stafford rebounds to being basically the most consistent player in NFL history, one of them, like then fine. But you can't have a guy who is the exact same every year. And then he collapses in your first year. It's got to be on you. And now Patricia's a, yeah. a, a young coach. He's 44. He may have been promoted too fast. The Patriots did not seem sad to leave him go. I'd be nervous. I mean, they went 6-10 and 10 last year. I'd be nervous if I was a Lions fan. But not uh, not totally out on him. But I, w- I would definitely be 
at least a little uh, concerned that, that something is uh, amiss there. You don't hear a lot of reports. There's not a lot of leaks like, oh, you know, Patricia's a dummy and all these bad things are happening. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, you'd have to assume Stafford bounces back to being his normal, like, league average-ish self. Uh, it's not like he's old. He's got a lot of miles. Well, he's uh, he's always been above league average. I mean, last year in the preseason, you ranked him number seven. Yeah, and I mean, now he's he's not going to be, you know, he'd be lucky to be in the teens for people, I think. Yeah, and you say he's not old, but he's uh, he's on the wrong side of 30 now. Well, 31 is young for a quarterback. Uh, I mean, he's four you know. years older than a lot of the people he's got the same amount of miles as. Yeah, well, you know, the funny Four thing is his, younger, first couple, his first two years in the league, he had a couple of injuries. And so he sort of had a reputation as a guy who, you know, would get injured a lot. But the reality is that he has not missed a game since since then. You know, he's played, he started all 16 games since his third year in the league. Mm-hmm. And the consequence of that is that because he's played in this era of quarterbacks through age 30, all time NFL history. Can I give you uh, Matthew Stafford's ranks? Yeah, sure. All right. Touchdowns, third all time. Wow. Do you want to guess the top two? It's crazy because he's hit thirty twice. Like he's not even, you know, he, he's not putting up the same numbers as the other guys. Top two. Th- well, well, I'm starting. I'm not starting with the biggest bomb, which is that he's number one all time in passing. Yeah. Yards. All right. So yeah, uh, I touchdowns to uh, through thirty. I think Rogers is one. And yeah, those are terrible. Aaron Rodgers didn't even play for his first few years. What are you oh yeah, you're about? right. You're right. You're right. Through yeah. thirty. Um, right. Mar- I thought this was much more obvious. Marino. Yeah, he's second. And then first would be Favre also doesn't play his first year. Yeah, Favre is fourth. Yeah, but, uh, uh, number one is the most obvious. Pl- like, who was number one? In, who? Oh, is Manning. Every Manning, single Manning, pl- Manning. Yeah, okay. thank you. Right, Manning yeah. So, right pay- away. Okay. yeah. So, but Matthew Stafford third all time in touchdowns through age thirty. First all time in passing yards through age thirty. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Right? Which again is just a fun. Yeah, he's first all time in completions. The, first all time in yards. Him sort of. I mean, in theory, he could play another eight, nine years easily, you know, compared to his, his peers. Well, so he's going to be, you know, Eli Manning, because he has played every single game, which has been, you know, his, his biggest strength, mm-hmm. and he's played throughout this era. So he's top 10, and he's going to finish top five all time in, in yards and touchdowns and all those stats. But a guy like Matthew Stafford is going to finish, you know, also top five in all of those. Now, he obviously doesn't have those two rings that he likes. Can has, we agree he has to win a playoff game before he makes the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah. Well, but there, you know, Sonny Jerkinson famously never did so. Yeah, but it was it, there weren't six teams a year back then. Yeah, but well, there were four, but there weren't thirty-two teams in the True. league. The percentage of teams making the playoffs was about the same. Oh, I will vomit if Matt Stafford ever makes all fame, and I like him. I don't hate Matt Stafford, but that would be disgusting. No, I, I don't. I don't think he ever will make the Hall of Fame. But uh, you know, people I mean, will forget, better, and and he's going to have better the than Eli Manning, right? I mean, he's had you know, he's I would put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame before I put Matt Stafford in the Hall of Fame. Well, so would I right now, but if Stafford puts another decade up, you know. Yeah, I mean, if he does this ten more times, like, at least you could say, well, he's the most consistent player in, like, sports history. He's, like, always pretty good. Yeah, if you're going to end up with 60,000 yards and 400 touchdowns, it's hard to keep a guy out. Uh, Now, I'm not sure that he will because my whole argument here was that I think that we we just take for granted that guys can play until they're 40, but that's not always the case. It's not always the case, but who has collapsed? What non-running QB has collapsed early in their 30s? Well, are you going to count like Donovan McNabb as a running uh, yes, QB? Yes, yes. He took a lot of hits early in his career. Yes, I'm going to count. Okay. Because he, he was like done at age 33 yeah, or no, something. Yeah, no, a like non-running that. QB, uh, you know, a, a guy who never misses games, he's just going to be done. Just like his, he's still healthy, but he doesn't have it anymore. 
uh, that guy does not exist in the last 15 years in the NFL. Yeah, because most of the guys, I guess most of the guys who were done, it was injury-related, right? Like Tony Romo comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vic is done early, but he has a very Steve McNair, weird but he was a running yeah, quarterback. Th- he has a weird uh, career. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, like it's possible Rodgers getting worse at 35, but at 31, nobody's getting worse. And How old was Matt Hasselbeck? Because Matt Hasselbeck was sort of a similar type old. guy. He was above average for a while. Old. But also Hasselbeck, old. I think, was never as consistently good as... Oh, no, I disagree. Matt Hasselbeck, when, when Seattle was going to the Super Bowl, Matt Hasselbeck was a very good quarterback. I mean, it was, it was an era where there were fewer good quarterbacks, obviously. Yeah, but, uh, let me see. How, how old was he his last year? Oh, he's, he hung around the NFL until he was 40. Yeah, no, but, but when, his last, when was he relevant? But on, his, last, his, his last good season was age, uh, was age 32. Uh, Yes and no. His last go- very good season was thirty two, but he it was also his best. No, he season. Was ne- you're like comparing. You you know what I mean. He he was not as good as he was not as good for as many years as Stafford. He was still a competent starter at thirty six in Tennessee. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He he had eighteen touchdowns and fourteen. Yeah, but there was that there year. was no. That's no different than some of his good years. I mean, he he had three or four good years. That's not one of his worst years. Yeah, That's like his fifth at, um, best season. You're crazy. Like, he just wasn't that good. I'm, I'm looking. Let's see. Culpepper was obviously uh, – Pennington was an injured oh, guy. Oh, so Culpepper right? uh, is, is probably the closest. Was, was a running yeah. guy. No, but he was a yeah. running guy, obviously. But he really fell off he a cliff. He did fall off a cliff, though. Yeah. Also a unique and, body and Jay, type. Now, if you old, tell me – like, How old was Jay Cutler, by the way? Was Jay Cutler ever good? <laughs> he was good in Denver. Uh, David Garrard. He was pretty good in Jacksonville. Uh, no, now you're getting silly. By the way, if you Google Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder Jay Cutler comes up before the quarterback on Wikipedia. That's kind of crazy. That's crazy. That's got to be yeah. some weird SEO stuff. If you're an SEO person listening, that that's yeah. you have you, someone has to have done that. You have to have like paid someone to come up. With now that. we're a famously anti-SEO podcast. We we go out of our way. These previews don't even say the team names. <laughs> yes, we hate SEO. We don't want anyone to find. Yeah, this. we we do not want anyone to find this by mistake. There's so many numbers in our titles. Thirty-two fans in. I mentioned yesterday, days. by the way. Yeah. I mentioned yesterday on the podcast that I'd had that family reunion over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had previously seen a couple, you know, the Aunt Phyllises, as you like to call them, in July when we came for the 32 fans and, and Renap live recordings in, in, in mini Rehapolis. Uh-huh. And so a couple of pe- uh, a few people were asking, oh, what were you in Minneapolis for? Yeah. I didn't really want to get into so it. You just said, I, I'm a swinger. Know. I'm going to thruple the third parties and <laughs> like something much less embarrassing. Yeah. Wait, but I did that. But I came without my wife. Yeah, I'm in a four-pole. Oh, I'm know. the third in a throuple. With yeah, you're, I'm, yeah, like on the uh, side. And uh, I see. Anything, okay. yeah. Do you guys know Got what a it. podcast is? Yeah. There's this um, wheel. But, well, no, but that was the embarrassing part because then I said, oh, it was a podcast. No, what's the name of it? I didn't want to give the name. And then my cousin knew the name, and she started telling everybody. And then she, like, sent it on a group text. I'm like, please don't do this. Oh, like, yeah. I don't need. Shout out to yeah. Chester's third cousins who are listening. <laughs> As I said that, I suddenly realized, but uh, the odds are pretty low. I am famously sort of anti-cousin. Not that I uh, dislike any of my cousins at all, but I think, like, you have to earn it with cousins. I do think it's, like, your, like, five best friends should be more important than your cousins. Unless, like, your cousin happens to be one of your best friends. Like, yeah, there's, like, it can't be a default that you have to, like, care. If you, if, how about this? If you had a uh, conflict, people are getting married the same day. A first cousin of yours or your best friend. Pretend you had like a best friend. 
you automatically have to go to that best friend's wedding. Unless, again, the cousin is a super close cousin. Like, But everyone will go to the cousin's wedding over their friend's wedding. Well, you mean literally best friend, like friend number one? Friend number one. Or like, like in your... You, if you're the best man or the like the... Or how about you're yeah, a groomsman? So what if it's not a best friend, but you're a top six, you know? Yeah, if you're in the wedding party. Yeah, in the wedding you're party. Not in the cousin's wedding party, you're going to the... No, the you should, but I feel like for. society says that you have, you're stuck on your cousin's wedding. Mm, I don't know about that. It would have to be like a very close... I had a friend uh, get who's co- it's a, who had that conflict, uh, and I understood it was like... Uh, mitigating circumstances but it was a girl cousin it wasn't like a cousin they were super close to <laughs> a girl cousin so not a real i'm saying one. <laughs> but it wasn't like it wasn't like uh it, it, it wasn't he wasn't super clo- i mean uh, the families were close uh and i said what if i make you the um the uh how do you translate masada kedushin the officiant how do you uh, the the officiant of my wedding and then you then you're stuck and so he said yes but i also couldn't make him like a like, I couldn't make him the rabbi, like a non-believing person. Like people would have gone insane. Um, but uh, but I, it was a good it was a good strategy by me. You got to one up the person. You got to offer them a better deal yeah. than, than so they didn't end up coming. But uh, yeah. Anyway, this is an anti-cousin podcast. Um, all right, <laughs> let me give you the core eight for the Detroit Lions. Okay, I know you're yeah. very excited about this. Uh, you missed yeah. the last couple because you were talking to. Uh, can I give you the Broncos? I said it yesterday, but uh, it was so bad. No, no, no. The it was so bad. It. No, I, it was so bad. The okay. Broncos it was funny. No, I don't need to hear it. Um, all no. right. So the Yet. the Lions eight is Matthew Stafford, uh, and then I don't. This is a tricky order. I'd say Taylor Decker, like an above average left tackle, hard to find. Carry on Johnson, rookie tight end T.J. Hawkinson, center Frank Ragno. So I actually asked. I was uh, unsure who to put in here so for the lions and and the other team we're discussing today i posed it to the the team reddit and i had the listeners sort of sorted out for me and i did not include their center frank ragnow and everyone said you have to so he must be good uh kenny Dal- kenny galladay receiver at six that's not ideal because he's not really an elite receiver uh trey flowers the veteran uh a pass rusher and then darius slay more of a nickelback so it's not a great list uh for the lions what do you think about that Stafford, Decker, Johnson, ha- uh, Hawkinson, Ragnow, Galladay, Flowers, and Slay. They have a lot of, like, Odori Jackson. They have a lot of really solid defenders who didn't make it. I think the Lions 9 through 16 is better than almost any other team in the league. But do, what do you think of that as a what? core? Yeah, the Lions 9 no, through 16 gonna... is really good. They have a lot of, like, above-average defenders. Well, then why do you have this team ranked all the way down to 24? Well, I don't have— uh, Or 23. This is— tw- we're, uh, uh, Well, f- first of all, I could have ranked them 1, for all you know. This is the cumulative rankings. Uh, but I probably uh, had them. Well, where do you? Where do you? Well, have I just hate Patricia. I think I think Patricia's an issue, uh, and also that. So he's so bad that he's trumping all their great players. I mean, I don't think they have great players. I'm just saying that they have they have a lot of above average players, more than almost any other team in the bottom yeah. in the bottom half of the league. Uh, not not we're not comparing them to like the Rams and the Chargers. We're just uh, okay. we're just because well, you said they had one of the best nine and sixteen. Uh, listen, I've only re- done this for like the, I haven't done yeah. the top ten yet. So it's so okay. I, it's hard to gauge, but it's better than all the other teams we've talked about. Well, by definition, every day we're talking about a team that's better than every other team we've no, talked about. No, so but I'm far. saying the core is better. However, they're like two, three, four is worse, is what I'm saying. Their one through eight is is near the bottom. They just have a lot of interchangeable players. They have like more B plus guys than almost anybody, but they don't really have a single superstar on the whole team. Yeah. I mean, who is the best play? Like if you're two through fifty three, like we like to say, who's the best player in this team? Carry on Johnson, that's not great. 
Is it a is it yeah. a is it a, a, a you know a center that's not the best center in the NFL? That's bad. Taylor Decker, a lot left tackle that's maybe a top ten left tackle. So they're mm. not top heavy at all. They're all whatever the yeah. opposite of stars and scrubs is. That's what they are. It's like what if you made the whole starting lineup out of guys who are like slightly above average? You know, Marvin Jones is an above average player. Kenny Galladay is an above average mm. player, but these are not elite players. No, they are. Marvin Jones is definitely yeah. an above average player. Uh, Marvin Jones is he, what is he? Is he thirty yet? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, so for one year, I'm talking about no. A, a, in terms of this exercise, he gets hurt because he's old. But for for yeah. this year, I think Galladay and Jones, they're not going to lose with a no. That's a, that's a solid yeah, yeah. receiving tandem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I mean, they, th- this, they sold this high team just on screams Golden seven and nine to me. Yeah, I agree. I th- I think they're an eight and eight team, but maybe Patricia messes stuff up. Should we play the schedule game? Yeah, uh, let's play the schedule game for the Lions. And uh, can you, you want to do it? Or you want uh, me to do it? I think it's my turn to give it to you. But while I pull up their schedule, can you get give it to me? Baby. Yeah, can you get me their uh, wins total, the Lions win total for this year, please? Oh, you gotta ask me these things before we're on. The we don't do anything before. There is no pre-production. Not one second of pre-production. Well, except for your power eights or whatever the hell you're doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing work. Oh, you're doing nothing. Yeah. I know. I got a whole oh. spreadsheet and stuff. Yeah. You're, you're right, the Detroit Lions this year. Their over under is what sequence is this in? Uh, it's wow, it's six and a half. I I mean I don't love the over because I don't love and the you team. know what and, and the vig is on the under. Yeah, so they're skewing towards six. All right, so let's see what we could do. Let's see, let's look at the schedule and see maybe uh, right. you know is it is it a schedule based you know are they being pushed down from seven and a half to six and a half yeah. based on schedule or. Right. Because people think Stafford's getting worse. All right, week one, a winnable game in Arizona. What do you think? Well, last week, uh, last year, excuse me, we saw them play Sam Darnold in week one, mm-hmm. and Sam Darnold destroyed them. Well, Darnold didn't play well; they destroyed yeah, themselves. Yeah, but they still won by thirty-one yes. points. So Kyler Murray, if he's going to be anything, I think he's got to come out and show it in week one. So uh, I'm going to say Arizona. It's a really interesting game, honestly. I, 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 by the way, the, the Lions, the only team in the NFC North that when they go to Arizona, they don't have a majority. It's not a home f- yeah. game for them in terms of the fans. Uh, it might be, but it's less than the Packers, Bears, People and People in Vikings. Detroit, just they care much more about college football than they do about the NFL. And part of that is because the Lions have been around. I'm going to check that years. crowd in a few Sundays, see if it's majority Lions fans or not. I mean, you'd think you'd like to think that if the Cardinals have like a prayer of ever having a fan base, they would come you know out. What the other issue is, though, that like it, so when Minnesotans, for example, mm-hmm. go, uh, they winter in Arizona. Yeah. So there's already a lot of them down right. there. But Michiganders are East Coast. So they go to they Florida. Winter in Florida. That's a good yeah. point. Um, OK, so at you, you just wanted to say that because you like the word Michiganders. Uh at Arizona, who is winning this game? Yeah, if they can't fill the building for Kyler Murray, then they just lose yeah. their team. No, I said I'm giving that to the Cardinals. Uh, move the, one for move the, the Cardinals to Toronto. Uh, week that would not be bad. Yeah, week two uh, hosting the Chargers. I mean, we haven't got to the Chargers yet. I think that the Chargers are a little bit overhyped right yeah, now. Yeah, but are they but, lose um, lose to the, yeah. the Lions overhyped? I, well, I, I, I do I see the Lions starting zero and two? Not really. I think that they're like you know forty. Three percent chance to win each of these first right. two games. So to lose both of them is only like a twenty percent chance. But here, where it's binary, I'm going to say another loss. Oh and two. Okay, at Philly. Oh, it's getting worse. I just looked at the it's schedule. Ridi- oh, no, the, the, the first six games after the at yeah. the, the the games two through six yeah. are just ridiculous. All right, oh and three. Okay, uh, hosting the Chiefs. Oh and four. Now we we have one of these every year. By week at Owen at week five at oh and four. If they're zero yeah. four, and I don't think they're going to be zero four, like you said, it's binary, and they certainly have a chance. I, yeah, I think they got to win there somewhere. But uh, if they're zero four, I think Patricia's in a lot of hot water here. Yeah, and that's not a that's not a Comes scorching out, hot take. But Monday it's not Night impossible Football gets fired in Green Bay, zero five. Wow, 
Now, can they can they at least save some face and ruin your Vikings uh, Halloween or or Halloween season by beating them? No, they are going to lose to the Vikings 0-6, and Patricia gets fired. Okay, yeah, because if it's, they don't fire him at the break, they definitely fire him at 0-6. I would agree. Wait, so he gets fired six games into his second season? Yeah. They, at 4-18 career, that would be bad. Yeah. He's not getting no, another job. he went 6-10 last year, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, you're right. 6-10, not 4-12. Yeah, so he'd be 6-16. Six and, six and you're right. That's All much right. better. So they're 0-6. Now, but the schedule but, opens uh, up a little bit now. Yeah. All right. They they beat the Giants. They're 1-6. Okay. At Oakland. Um, they're going to lose that one. Instead. Now, do you remember and check? The schedule's not opening. Do you remember much. and check who you said was winning that game? Like when we did Oakland? No, I we didn't. We happen not to have done the schedule for them, but I'm just saying yeah. like, uh, okay. we may have some double losses right. or double wins. All right. So the lines at one and six, by the way, they are not an eight and eight team or whatever you and I said. Yeah. So one and six. Well, I think uh, they go to the well, Bears. That's, so we have our answer. It's not that they have uh six and a half win talent. They have six and a half win schedule. Well, you, you six and one half does the other. The bottom line is that they're uh, they're wait. Ahead. So you have them beating the Raiders or losing to the Raiders? No, I'm losing. So the one, seven. one seven at Chicago. They play Chicago twice. In one November. and eight. One and eight. Well, uh, ho- now we talked about the Giants starting four and four and ending four and twelve. Yeah. I think the Lions are going to do a little bit of the reverse. Well, let's see. Maybe they fire Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. So they're one and eight. They uh, they beat the Cowboys two and eight. Okay. What are they? They beat they beat they beat Washington three and eight. Well. They uh, have a little momentum for Thanksgiving, but that's not going to be such an exciting game. Lions Bears. Yeah, that's the early. The Lions are always the twelve thirty game. Um, I guess they'll lose at three and nine. But you know what? Then they go into Minnesota, and this is where they break the Vikings' hearts. They win in Minnesota, so they're. What's the Vikings' record when they win that game? Uh, uh, The Vikings will be seven and four, but in the middle of a collapse or something like that. Uh, Four and nine. Uh, They beat Tampa to go five and nine. Uh, they go into Denver and win six and nine, and then nice. they beat Green Bay to finish seven and nine. Yeah, that would be quite a comeback. And you just have them over. Should we pound the over for the Lions at six and a half? And no, and we'll be one and seven. You know and we'll be like, do. we're not sweating. Yeah, let's we're not, wait. We're not worried. Let's wait till they're one and eight. Yeah. Let's wait till they're one and eight, and then pound the yeah. over because then it'll. You <laughs> That's know, a good yeah. call. Yeah, that is smart. You heard it here first. I mean, listen, they could go like they could beat Arizona week one. They could. What, how many of these games are unwinnable? They're probably not going to win in Philly. They're probably not going to beat the Chargers or the Chiefs. The problem is their three hardest games are weeks two, three, and four. The three hardest games on the whole schedule are two, three, and four. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's so yeah, – Giants, schedule. Raiders, Bucks, and Broncos are all teams that we've talked about already. Yeah. Those are, that means those are four and, – and the Redskins. That's five bottom teams – uh, in, yeah. in like an eight or nine week stretch, the the, the problem is yeah. like you have to. They gotta make it. They gotta make it to November. That's such a wild schedule, honestly. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about the Tennessee Titans for a second. That's our team number twenty two. Okay. Okay. Oh, Tennessee's gonna get bombed. I said by the way, I I, I said Odori Jackson before. Uh, he was. I was looking at my uh, lines list. He's on the Titans, but uh, uh, uh the Titans one through eight. Uh, Mar- Marcus Mariota one. Uh, just because quarterbacks have to be one. But, you know, who knows what happens after this year with Mariota. Jarrell Casey, what position does he play? He's a defensive yeah. tackle. Uh, a Taylor Luan, a left. Uh, how, how, how little do you think I know about I mean, we would have had to cancel the pockets if we didn't Very know. Little. Taylor Luan, Kevin Byer, yeah. Derek Henry at five. That's not great if you're paying attention. Jayon Brown, who you probably haven't heard of at six. Adoree Jackson at seven. And Corey Davis at eight. Corey Davis has been like for two years in a row. People have been talking about him as like a fantasy uh-huh. sleeper. And a, put up or shut. I up. agree. Put up or shut up. It's who else do they have? They have Adam Humphreys. I think they have Humphreys. I think Humphreys is going to end up is, leading is them. Is Tajay Sharp still yeah, there? Yeah, Sharp. Tajay Sharp is still there. Yeah. I think if Davis is your number eight, and you know, is Deion Lewis still on this team? I think. Uh, he is, but he is shot. He was yeah. bad last year. 
Remember, we were all over him on the Patriots that year when he was like breaking every tackle. Yes, but I, I mean, whatever. He's yeah. he was. People thought he was like, oh, he's like a young player, but he had been around like sort of like in well, the back. It's the of same thing as Philip Lindsay or Tariq Cohen. Like those guys that size cannot be touching the ball two hundred times yeah. a year. Uh okay. By the way, if if uh, Patricia gets fired, Daryl Bevel, the longtime Seahawks offensive coordinator, and Paul Pasqualoni, like historically bad college coaches, their D coordinators, so they don't have a lot of te- a lot of yeah. uh, you know muscle behind him if they wanted to fire him who's going to be their left tackle with uh taylor lewan's suspension oh so going back to the titans uh i'm not sure they do have a very good offensive line i'd say it's the strength of the entire team the titans offensive mm-hmm. line it's really strong i think if Mariota can't do it with this team he's never going to be able to do it because we're we're saying davis doesn't really do it but the truth is davis and humphreys is not uh a truly atrocious receiving core now, Vrabel, you know, had a good year last year, but who knows? These ex-Patriot guys... Well, did he? Because they were 9-7 and seven before he showed up, and they were 9-7 and seven That's good, yeah. I mean, this so. is not a great team. If you could get this team 9-7, you're at least a competent coach. But, but, but again, they've been 9-7 right, so maybe he's bad. Different maybe he's bad. So I'm not saying he's good or bad. I'm just saying they've been... You know, back in, like, the late 90s, if you remember, mm-hmm. the uh, Tennessee Oilers would go 8-8 eight eight every single year in, like, the early years of Steve McCann. Yeah. I think they went 8-8, eight well, eight, like, three, the Fisher four years era? in a row. Yes, it was also the Fisher. Okay, era. that's correct. Yeah, I mean, he always won common way to uh, that, His yeah. their backup is Dennis Kelly, who's from the Eagles. The rest of their offensive line: mm-hmm. Saffold, people know from the Rams; Ben Jones from the Texans. They 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 rebuilt their like Kemp, Kevin Pamphill from the Bucks and Conklin. So really, no, a really no. solid tackle uh, a duo. Yeah. I will say, people said when I when on the on the Titans subreddit when I posted, uh, people said you got to include Janu Smith. They're young, sort of uh, a tight end. And some people wanted me to include Delaney Walker, which means they're dumb because he's too old. You don't well, include a 35-year-old injured tight end. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast last year, but um, the Tennessee Titans, when, uh, a, when a third of the team was for sale last yeah. year or a couple years ago, um, you know, we were representing a, a possible purchaser. And the, the Titans, like deck that they send out to prospective buyers, uh, prominently featured De- Delaney Walker as one of the stars of the team. Mm-hmm. And as I remarked at the time, if you're advertising your asset because of uh, Delaney Walker, you're doing it mm-hmm. wrong. I so, agree. So uh, Walker yeah. and Smith is a top five tight end duo in the league. No question, because there aren't a lot of great tight ends. Mm, oh, yeah, no question. It might question. be as bad as three. It no. might as good as three or four. I mean, I guess in uh, you're insane. Well, I mean, in theory, Kelsey and anybody, Kittle and anybody are better than those. Yeah, neither one of them is a top ten tight end, top fifteen tight end. Even. John o. Smith, maybe one day, and Delaney Walker, maybe five years ago. It's, it's a. I mean, he was injured. Know. No, I, I don't think he's ever had a bad year when he was healthy. So in theory, if he stays healthy, but he's Who, thirty. Delaney Walker, but he's yeah, okay, but but now he's yeah. old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we said Lewis is shot. They don't really have a backup, so they're relying on Derrick Henry in his fourth season. Uh, it is possible Mark Ingram style, like this Alabama guy who like isn't used to being like because they don't really have bell cows because every single person on their team is in it. You know, their fourth running back is going to be in the NFL. So you can't really get – you're not going to get 300 carries in college. So maybe it takes them – actually. it's the, sort of the opposite of a lot of other players where it takes them time to get used to being – you're carrying the ball more in the NFL than you are in college, plus there's more games. Uh, but it does seem like Henry is maybe going to be uh, – uh, like, I don't know. An, I, I mean, where is he going in fantasy? Would you be interested in having him on your team? doesn't really catch a lot of passes. Yeah, so I mean, I, my personal opinion is I'm not a big fan of those running backs that don't catch passes. Mm-hmm. And then last year, he also he just he 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 did nothing until he just had those two insane games, yes. right? Uh, I mean, let me go look at his game log last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, these are his yards per game: twenty six, fifty six, fifty seven, twenty four, fifty six, twenty one, thirty three, twenty seven, fifty eight, forty six, thirty forty. He literally did not have sixty yeah. yards in a game, and that's and uh, right. And he that, looked uh, Tread Richardson ish, and then he became like the best running back yeah. in the NFL. 
He So he did not have 60 yards in a game the entire season. And then on that Thursday night game against the Jaguars, he had 238 yeah. yards and four touchdowns. And then the next week he had 170 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so it really it completely came out of nowhere in December. It probably ruined a bunch of fantasy leagues. So is he? will he be as bad as he was for the first year and three months of his career? No. But is he going to be as good as he was for the last four weeks? Mm-hmm. No, probably. So, you know, I, he, without having looked at any of my charts, I'd say he's probably, what, running back like 17? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so on defense, their first-round pick is not playing this year, I think. Jeffrey Simmons is injured. They knew, I believe, he was injured yeah. going in. So that does hurt their yeah. defense. The defense is really solid. They signed Cameron Wake from the Dolphins. Cameron Wake, speaking of players uh, on the wrong side of – 30 or 35. Cameron Wake is, yeah. I think, 38. Um, wow. Yeah, he's old. That Remember, he, was, he wasn't even born, in the NFL he, for born 19, He's older than yeah. us. Did not well, realize yeah, that. He's much older than us. He's 38. Um, the, yeah. Wow. Wake, also, like, well, Wake got started very late because he, is, uh, he was in the CFL. Um, yeah. They have both corners from, Long, from uh, New England, Logan Ryan and, and Malcolm Long Butler. Yeah. Malcolm Butler is no longer yeah. good. Uh, Logan Ryan's... Don't they have a Dory Jackson They have also? a Dory Jackson... Uh, Kenny Vaccaro, yeah. Bayard is a really solid uh, tight end group. That people don't really know their other linebackers, but Harold Andrews is a good player. Jaden Brown, I mentioned, is in their top eight. Jarrell Casey is a good player. Dequan Jones. Uh, they have Brent Urban from the Ravens. They have they have a, a lot of quality players. Like I said, they have a lot of average and above average players. Really, almost I think, everywhere. Uh, the bottom line of this team is whether they're going to go seven and nine or whether they're going to go ten and six. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about yeah. Marcus I agree. It, it starts and ends with yeah. Mariota. I just don't. Now, now we invested heavily in him in our thirty-two fans team last year. That did didn't not go, go well. great. I just I, yeah. Now his backup though, Ryan Tannehill, who you once upon a time on this here podcast yeah. said was a Super Bowl yeah. quarterback. Yeah. So do do you think? I mean, he has to be an upgrade at back. <laughs> he is. I mean, he is a chance? very good backup quarterback. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, he, I would. He's exactly yeah. who you'd want as your backup quarterback. Guy who's going to come in, not turn the ball over, throw a lot of short. I just passes. made. I just did my quarterback rankings, which will be appearing on this podcast very shortly, mm-hmm. and I have him. Um, oh, I have him after twenty-five starters, so I have him ahead of uh, seven. That's that's starters. very silly. You may have forgotten some of the guys in the league, but we could talk about that uh, when when we get there. I mean, I'd rather have Sam Darnold than Ryan Tannehill because of the potential future. But right now, if I wanted to win one game, I'd rather Ryan Tannehill than Sam than Sam mm-hmm. Darnold. That's crazy. For for no plays would anybody rather have Darnold uh, Tannehill than Darnold? At no point in his career, yeah. Tannehill was as good as Darnold's going to be this year. Oh my God! Oh, as he's going. To, well, I'm. Uh, uh, by know, the way, let me see. Darnold you can always first. tell how good a running back is because it's hard that a lot. So much of it is offensive line and scheme based, right? How how good a running back is. Yeah. But it's so easy to to judge two running backs who play for the same team against each other. And Derrick Henry mm-hmm. had four point nine yards of carry last year. A little bit skewed because if yeah. you remember, he had that ninety nine yard carry, I believe, in the in the two thirty eight game you talked about. Uh, yeah. But Deion Lewis yeah. at three point three with a really good offense. You know, yeah. uh, with a really good offensive line. That's how you know he is not great. Toast and a half. Uh, yeah, Corey Davis six. Corey Davis won sixty five eighty nine eight ninety one for four, which are uh, bad number one numbers. But he also got one hundred twelve passes. I mean, it's partially Mariota, and then that's it. Taji. Uh, I mean, it's just it's insane. Mariota had eleven touchdown passes on the yeah. season. And this is in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think everything about this team is fine. If it, how about the Jameis Mariota debate? The end answer is going to be neither. Yeah, we said this last year. I mean, if you put Andrew Luck yeah. on this team. Is this a better team than the Colts? I, th- I mean, I, the uh, defense all, I think no. is better, but the receivers aren't as good. So I, I don't uh, know. I'd I don't know. Like he's, he's never well, had receivers. I will close. give him. No, that. I'd rather have the Colts defense. I mean, he played fourteen games. The Colts. The Colts have two rookie All Pros on there. He defense. played fourteen games. He threw eleven touchdowns. That's insanely bad. Now we only yeah. threw eight interceptions, yeah. and he completed almost seventy percent of his passes. Like he's not completely yeah. incompetent. 
But that's real bad, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking last year in our quarterback rankings. We both had him at number 17, and he's going way, way down. He's not. He's not going to. He's. I mean, he's going to be below Jameis for me for for you know just the start. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, all right, what, what's the? Can you give me the Titans win number? I don't. We don't have to do the whole schedule for the Titans, but what do you know? What they're overall under for 2019 is i'm gonna guess they're over under i was gonna say seven and a half so that's a really high number now now eight but the vig's on yeah now as you said they've gone nine and seven two years in a row so three three years in a row so yeah eight seems low and i they seem like an eight and eight team they're good at some things bad at the other they're not incompetent or amazing at anything well here's the thing uh the jaguars are still not back in Mm -hmm. their division right The, the 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 Texans probably are, are are above them, and the Colts, if 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 um, Andrew Luck is healthy, are above them. So the Colts it's are be tough. Yeah, to if get Andrew Luck is healthy, wins. the Colts are way above them. Yeah, but right now Luck might not even be playing. This is not a, this two, is not a bad else. division. I know it's it, we've we're used to yeah. it, but this is there's no this could be the, the worst division. team in the division, and this team is fine. Like this team is very annoying to yeah. to move the ball against. Kiva, you know what happens when you do two teams in one episode? What? <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.